This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that uh, we are on the road again. We are at the Florida Economic Development Council's annual conference here in Orlando, Florida. It is an incredible gathering of economic development professionals from across the state of Florida. It's always a great conference to attend because there is so much information about what's going on in terms of economic development. And of course, you can't talk economic development without talking small business. So a big part of the conference uh, here for the next couple of days. We have with us one of those standout economic development professionals. We have Mrs. Kaylee King, who serves as the business manager of the Okeechobee County Economic Development Corporation. Kaylee is a good friend and return guest on Small Biz Florida. Kaylee, welcome back. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. It's the highlight, really, of the entire conference, Kaylee, to have you come on. I agree. (laughs) Yes. And um, Kaylee is always worried about rambling, but I tell Kaylee, no worries. (laughs) You are free to ramble, Kaylee, free to ramble. I got notes, so I'm staying on track today. I'm going to help myself. Okay. Uh, So let's, as we always do, Kaylee, just a little bit of your background, pathway to the Okeechobee uh, County Economic Development Corporation. Well, you know, I was sort of recruited out of healthcare. So in the beginning, the industry was brand new to me, but I came from a very niche form of marketing within healthcare. And so everywhere I went that first year, I feel like they told me that everywhere. Economic development is about marketing. It's it's really the backbone of what we do. So that was so helpful. So really that's how I started. Nice. They they just poached me um, nice. from a small business. <laughs> nice. So I love small business. That's are, where I come from. Are you a native of Okeechobee County? I am. I'm a third really? a third generation. Wow. Okeechobeean. Um, wow. You went mm-hmm. to high school? Then... Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. It is a good place to be from, Kaylee. It, I, I love Okeechobee. I tell folks all the time. I I have uh, some connections to Okeechobee. I had a, an aunt and an uncle and a cousin who lived in Okeechobee, and I spent a fair number of, of uh, days and hours in Okeechobee growing up. So mm-hmm. great, great town. Then I owned a business that, of course, had a location in Okeechobee. So I spent even more time over there as an adult, but um, we appreciate you taking time out uh, to be with us. Let's start with a question. Let's talk about this conference in general. Kaylee, obviously you're an economic development professional, uh, so there's obvious reasons why you've attended today, but talk about the conference. I talk about it being an incredible gathering of economic development professionals talking about all the um, 
business issues that are important for the growth of Florida. But what what's your take on this gathering, uh, annual gathering here? Well, I mean, first of all, that's a great question, right? Why are you here? <laughs> but really, I think the answer to that is the trend that I'm noticing in my office, you know, we're a rural community and we're looking at rural issues. But the trend that I'm noticing is that we're talking about the same issues, whether we're in Orlando, Tampa, Jacksonville, every single economic development office that I have run into, we're working on some same things. Now, we may be talking about different numbers, but right. they're issues that are really relative to the entire state of Florida. Yeah. So Workforce, absolutely. infrastructure. Yes. Education. Yes. yes. And I think, um, you know, especially for a smaller organization, we are newer. Um, so we are still developing programming. We're deciding, you know, where, you know, the best avenues are for our funding. And I say it's better to look at other organizations that are successful instead of trying to reinvent the wheel. What what right. programming are right. they already doing that they're seeing good results from that we could model similarly now, even if it's rural, what what could we take home in, in bite-sized pieces that would work for our community? No, yeah. oh, excellent point. I mean, really uh, leveraging networking, leveraging information that you're gathering from other municipalities and, and regions and um and, and best practices and taking yes. that back to your community. Yep. One other thing I really like about coming to these conferences and maybe just because I come from marketing and I'm that side of the brain that's very creative. And when I am looking at approaching problem solving or something like that, I approach it with a creative brain. Um, sometimes we can be so close to the issue, whatever it is that we're dealing with, what we're so close to the funding, we're so close to the organization, we're so close to the city and the county right. and the issue. But sometimes I find clarity and I find wind in my sails, if you will, by stepping back, looking at this from a little bit of a higher perspective. Yeah, great point. Looking at this, okay, what are we doing as a state? Seeing, seeing, um, trends from our other larger partners, it, it helps give me clarity when I'm looking at a similar situation. Yep. So I, yep. I always find that's helpful about these events. Excellent. Excellent point. Yep. Absolutely. So let's talk Okeechobee County. Sure. Uh, I always like to get my Okeechobee County update. Uh, <laughs> so talk to us. I can't drive through Okeechobee, uh, without having to take a double take and go, wait a minute, that, that's new. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, a lot going on. So uh, hit us. Well, the first thing I want to say, since I know the people at home are going to be listening to this, is I want to clarify that our organization, we work with both the city and the county, and they are both instrumental partners in everything that we do. So when I give you an update, it's going to be from both of these guys. Right. Um, but really, you know, as far as our priorities this year, we focused on a couple of areas. Um Number one has been we have gotten our programming to a level where we're probably going to be expanding internally. We're actually actively hiring for a president right now. Um, and, and we really want someone with experience. Like I said, I come from marketing. So, you know, I, I think a, a seasoned brain in the mix would be good to complement maybe my creative side a little bit. Um, so that's been a, a priority and another good reason to come, you know, to come to these. 
Um, another priority in our office for this year was site development. And that's something that is, have, it's been all over the agenda of this event, um, getting sites ready. We actually submitted a site for Florida Power and Light has a program called Florida First Sites. And um, it's my understanding that uh, organizations from all over the state submitted their sites and ours made it to the top 10 list, which nice. is pretty cool. So right. we're going into phase two of that program. We worked with Leota Designs, uh, Location and Design, and really sort of fleshed out our, our asset and our inventory list. What do we have? What can we realistically develop? Um, what, what types of industries would go on those sites, et cetera? We are finishing up the final stage right now with our utility mapping. So we've really um, started with a fresh look at what do we have? Because I think that's, you know, that's kind of low hanging fruit when it comes to your community right. is, is what do we actually have now and what do we have in the future? Right. Um, another uh, priority for us, and let me just check my notes to make sure I've said everything. Yes, is private business support. Okay, and this is when our small businesses come into play for us. Um, and small businesses, I think, are even more important in a rural community because we need everybody. Right. We need them all, you know. Um, and so we have been pivoting towards starting our business retention and expansion program. We partnered with the chamber and with SBDC and SBA um, and have started some first steps in that project. It's it's probably we're most likely going to be launching that in the fall. So that's something else that was really important to us. We want when projects come to town, we want them to be able to get that that concierge service. Um, and our last priority, which is exciting to me, um, talking about this today is our positive community campaign. So, you know, challenges that are not new to rural offices and organizations is site selectors are going to look at some of our data and they're going to immediately cross us off the list. We know this, but there's some of those elements that are inside of our control and there's some of those elements that are not. So, what items we know are in our circle of influence, we're going to go after those and really begin to tell the story. We're seeing this trend in economic development. We're moving away from incentive-based practices and things of like that. We're, we're moving towards placemaking in Florida, whether you like it or not. I'm not here to debate those politics today, but um, so we're really trying to move towards telling the story of the community based on what we have and based on what we can change. And so we're really focusing on two areas, agribusiness and um, education. There's some major things going on with our education system that I think are not even widely known by our community, um, much less outside communities. Uh, and one, I'll just share with you one quick thing is our community in Okeechobee raises more money for scholarships then I believe it's five or six counties that surround us. The private business, those small businesses that we're talking about, they raise some huge capital when it comes to our kids and moving the needle for them when it comes to education. And, and that is something that I think that should be shared. You know, that's, that's a win. Nice. Um, and the last thing I'll leave you with, just because it'll be my little plug for summertime, right, is... This is our going to be our third year working on something that I'm very passionate about, and it is called Okeechobee Junior Leader Skills Camp. And what we're doing in this camp is it's really geared towards workplace leadership. You know, we talk about 
in economic development, again, we talk a lot about um, soft skills, soft skills, soft skills. That's the, you know, this is the missing element. But, right. you know, when I really spent some time researching with um, people from the industry and people from education, I would hear similar things like, it's great to so talk about soft skills. But first of all, the curriculum is extremely expensive. It's hard to get. And it's really hard to get young kids or even young adults, regular adults to sign up for a class that's going to teach you right. how to get to work on time. Like they're just really not interested. Who would be interested in that? Right. So when we talk about this, it's always been a challenge of what is a material that's engaging and what is a way that we can capture their attention and they can learn. And what we know about leadership is that really the, the most engaging model is by inspiring people, right? That we, we know this. So that's really what we're doing with our kids. We um, are leveraging the relationships uh, with our business partners that we have um, through the EDC office. And we are instilling soft skills, but through the lens of leadership. So it's an, it's an easier way to have that conversation with the kids. Nice. It's, it's, it's more engaging. It gets their attention and, and they're a little bit more excited about it. Being leaders in the workplace, what are some tools that can help you be successful, whether you're babysitting for your mom on Saturdays because you're in middle school or, or whether you're, you're getting your first or your second job, you're in high school, or you're about to graduate. Um, so we have some fantastic special speakers that are going to be that are going to come and talk to the kids as well as I think this year we probably are going to have about 10 field trips scheduled for them. We are going to take them to the workplace. We want them to see nice. the models. We, we want, um, we want to bring it to them. It's, uh, you know, you can, all those speakers are great and we do have a bunch of great speakers. It's different when you can look inside of a place, see what it looks like, touch it, feel it, you know, sense it. So, um, the kids, we've had really great uh, feedback from the community every year we've done it and, and kids are signing up, wow. they're re-signing up every year, which just, which tickles me. Cause you know, the first two years we, we did, we did very similar things. So this year we're really trying to mix it up. We're adding ambassadors. Um, so kids that are coming for maybe their, their second or their third time, they're going to be, you know, take a part in the curriculum and things like that. But, um, yeah, we just, we try to meet kids where they're at, whether they are choosing to go to college or some type of post-secondary education, or if it, they want, maybe they never knew that they could potentially seek out a role in some vocational type training or the city, the county, we take them to some, you know, some civic organizations. All I think right. last year we took them to the clerk of court and the judge locked him in jail and tried to scare him straight, you know, which they thought that was hilarious. So right. yeah. Love it. My gosh, uh, Kaylee, lot going on in Okeechobee. And more than you would think. I know. Wow. No, Surprising. I listen, I told you <laughs> every time I drive through, there's a lot going on. So, uh, impressed, uh, with all that your organization is working on along with both, uh, the city and the County in Okeechobee. Talk to us. You know, you mentioned uh, a word that I love to talk about, uh, in terms of economic development, is the whole concept of incentives. Yeah. You know, for years, that's really how economic development worked. We provided incentives. Right. People, if you can give us so many jobs and, you know, invest so much money, we'll, you know, we'll give you uh, 10 years uh, tax-free um, yeah. in our community. What, where, as an economic development professional, where are we 
uh, with incentives. Is that is that now the kind of the old way of doing business? And and you use a term I've never heard: uh, placement, what? placemaking, placemaking. Uh huh. So explain all that. Well, you know, I'm sure that placemaking is more of a nuanced term. And you know, I again, I'm new to economic development, so you know, this was a buzzword when I first started. You know, back in 2020. And, you know, there really wasn't a lot of movement in projects, period, in 2020. Right. Um, but really, I think the the goal of placemaking is that instead of trying to incentivize businesses that come to you, you try to get your community to, to envision what type of businesses they right. would like and that that's how essentially they should brand themselves. Nice. Yeah, so then makes... you just attract the businesses that you want, not to say that there isn't a recruitment element right. to it because there certainly is. Certainly but is. if you know what you want to be as a community and you can really isolate, you know, maybe even some target industries and things like that, and that's how you brand your community, then it's easier nice. for you to make those decisions. And it makes my job a lot easier right. because I already know what you're going to say yes and no to. Right. So I won't even bother with a project I know you won't right. like. Right. Uh, no, and I and again, I think it's um, you know. Let's face it, Florida is a very popular place. Over a thousand folks a day, I think, was the latest uh, stat uh, moving to the state of Florida. And if you've got that many folks moving here, obviously, it's a good place for business. And and so, obviously, there's got to be just as many businesses looking to locate, start, grow, and expand here in Florida. So, I don't like you say. I don't know that incentives are a big part of that uh, formula or strategy anymore. Well, and don't say that in front of any of these site selectors oh. in the room. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I won't. We can uh, let them all laugh about that together, yeah. can't we? Yes. Uh, and talk about, you know, I know you and I also ran into each other at the Florida Rural Economic Development um, Gathering. But talk about the unique challenges of a rural community such as Okeechobee. Well, I mean, goodness, how much time do we have, yeah. you know? Give us the short version. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like I said earlier, I really don't think that most of the challenges that, you know, we're facing as a rural community are not similar to regular communities in metropolitan areas. Right. I, I really don't. Um, and, and, and frankly, I think maybe the differences, maybe, maybe they're talking about different numbers, but it's really, it's really sim it's similar issues. And, and I guess I should, I guess I should to take the positive approach to this. A lot of your, what we may call unique challenges in, in rural communities really could become opportunities. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I think some of the most common and, and you could look at it even as a uh, room for improvement would, it typically is going to be your funding. You have different, you, right. if, you know, your, your population numbers typically dictate your funding in multiple pots. Um, you know, infrastructure can sometimes be a challenge, right. um, you know, especially in areas where, you know, as the crow flies will say, the, the area is larger. You know, if you're in Miami and you're trying to extend your utilities, it's probably going to be half a mile. You know, everything right. is so closely located, but that's not always the case. Right. When I mean, I think Lake Okeechobee is is 800 acres plus across the middle. And, you know, so it's right. it's a huge area. Right. So I, I think those are some of the most common challenges. But I don't think it's to say that it's not something that can't be over overcame. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, again, um, and what's really kind of what I 
Well, of course, I love about Okeechobee is that you, you know, the proximity really to, to the coast, you're not but 34 miles away. We're now connected. You're now connected to the coast with a four lane highway, mm-hmm. State Road 70. So you really are, Okeechobee really is now truly an extension of those coastal communities uh, on the state, you know, on yes. the Treasure Coast. We're in the center of it all. Yeah, that's, you really are. You, you <laughs> that's are what I like to tell center people. of the universe down there. And yeah. for anyone listening, it's that we're actually 19 miles away from the interstate on one side of the community. So wow. just saying. Okay. Yeah. I, so, so when I, when I think about Okeechobee, I don't think about a, a community that, that has challenges. I think it's all opportunity there. Absolutely. And we, um, and, and Okeechobee's, you know, lucky to have young people like yourself that uh, that think innovatively and entrepreneurially. And uh, I think Okeechobee's just poised to do all kinds of great things. I agree. I think we just have to we have to stick to our heritage businesses that's started as right. small businesses. Right. We've, we've got to stick to our heritage and our roots in a way that that is okay with pivoting towards new things. Right. We, we can still respect our heritage. Though, Absolutely. And we can yeah. still stay true to that small town charm that we like to have. And, um, you know, just all the, the nuances of the, the right. small towns. We, we can still have that. Yes, I love it. I, uh, again, I, any opportunity I get to come through Okeechobee, spend some time in Okeechobee, I do. I uh, like to come over to the campus. I was over there the other day for a, for a gathering. Uh, on the campus. So I do enjoy it. Uh, it, it's nice. I was over there quite a bit when I owned the business, but, uh, don't always get the opportunity, but, uh, I'll take it whenever I do. Uh, Kaylee, great work. Uh, you have done fabulous work. And again, I know, uh, you've got a whole team behind you. You've got a board of directors, you've got the city and the County, uh, who are big, uh, a big part of what you do. So hundred percent. But uh, but you you you've been a great um, addition to everything that's going on in Okeechobee. A lot of enthusiasm, uh, passion and, and entrepreneurial, again, mindset and vision. So we appreciate all that. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you so much right. again for having me. Absolutely. It is Kaylee King, uh, our very good friend. And she also serves as the business manager of the Okeechobee County Economic Development Corporation. A, a textbook example of, of all the good things that are happening in terms of, of economic development here in the state of Florida. Kaylee, thank you. Thank you. And uh, this is Small Biz Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host, and we are coming to you from the Florida Economic Development Council's annual conference here in Orlando. A lot more to come, so stay tuned. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College. Named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.